Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about what to do if weekend wishes diverge in your household. If people have drastically different pictures of what a good weekend looks like, you can each achieve satisfaction if you are thoughtful about what you do. When this episode is first airing in January 2022, I am leading a time-tracking challenge where hundreds of people are logging their time for a week. We're all trying to figure out where the time really goes so we can make wise decisions. If that sounds good to you, then feel free to join in. You just write down what you're doing as often as you remember and keep going for a week. Then you can celebrate reflect, or change. One thing I look for on my own time logs is whether I've had at least one bigger adventure, maybe taking three to four hours, and one littler adventure each week. A little adventure might just take an hour, but is something out of the ordinary. Time can easily become routine, especially as we get older. But when we think about doing cool stuff, We make memories, and we can expand the experience of time. I recommend everyone try to have at least one little adventure and one big adventure each week. When I explain this to folks who are interested in time tracking and productivity, which is probably mostly the listeners of this podcast, many agree with me. They see the upside of planned adventures, but they mention that their partners sometimes resist. Often, these dear loved ones say they want to do nothing during any discretionary time on the weekends. So the adventure seeker might wind up not doing what they want to do because they value family time and assume that couples are supposed to spend weekend time together. It is nice to see each other and spend time together on weekends. But if you track your time, you will soon start to see that there is a lot of time on weekends. Have dinner together on Saturday night and watch TV for two hours together on Sunday afternoon, and you have still got a ton of other time to account for. That is true even if you have children or various other obligations. There is definitely space for nothing and space for adventures. If your partner doesn't see this, though, then you need to acknowledge a certain reality. The truth is that other adults can do what they want. They don't have to go on your adventures with you. But they also can't force you to do nothing. So go ahead and plan your own adventures. As long as you still do any chores that are yours to do, and make arrangements for any children who are too young to care for themselves, then you are fine. Bring the kids with you, or bring them to grandma's. But if your partner isn't stuck caring for them while you go entertain yourself, then you can, in fact, do your own thing. Go experience the world. Make memories. Come home and share them with your partner. When you do, often a funny thing starts to happen. When you seem to be enjoying yourself and enjoying the time with your children, 
people start to become intrigued. It turns out that this stated desire to do nothing wasn't actually a deeply held philosophical position. It's just that the person is tired. And that is understandable. We are all tired. But we draw energy from doing fun and meaningful things. Over time, the other person might ask to be included on a few adventures. Once that line is crossed, you can start planning them together, making sure to have some downtime too, which there will be, because, did I mention, there is always downtime. It's just a question of how much. One three-hour adventure each weekend still leaves a lot of open space. Or maybe your partner will never come around. But when your weekend wishes diverge and you plan your own thing, at least you won't be stuck spending weekends in a way that you don't want to be spending them. In general, I think it is wise to think through weekends ahead of time and to think about what might be enjoyable. People's ideas diverge for sure, but we don't have to not enjoy ourselves just because other people have a different idea of what is enjoyable. A little independence is fine. That is true even if you live closely entwined with other people. A little compromise is great. A total abandonment of one's own ideas just to keep the peace is not. So make your own plans if the other person doesn't want to make plans. It will be okay as long as you are not requiring anything of them. Because that way, they are not requiring anything of you either. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.